It's Monday the 6th of March and welcome to Afternoon Sport. You're with me, Catherine Alcorn, and I am joined by my co-host Shane Lee. Hello, legend. How are we now? The big news from the weekend's not about not about the NRL, the first round. The big news from the weekend is how did the date night go at the gin distillery? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to tell you, Hickson House, my favourite new place. Really? Shane, it's amazing. This gin distillery down at on Hickson Road in the Rocks. It's called Hickson House Distillery. Yep. It is sensational. Uh, Cam and I went down there for some food and a couple of drinks on Friday night and you step into this big old stone warehouse that they have transformed into what I can really only describe as this gorgeous 1930s bar, the high ceilings, the exposed brick, the beautiful bar, floor-to-ceiling stacked with gin bottles, velvet lounges, amazing (laughs) music. Seriously, I recommend it to anyone wanting to go and check out a new space. It is sensational. I want to do a show there. That's the review. It was amazing. Fantastic. Well, I'll definitely go and check that one out. So today on the show, we'll be talking cricket, tennis, a huge weekend for the NRL, AFL, UFC and more. Stay with us. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com. All right, we're going to kick off with the cricket. The Australians have won the third test in India and Indian captain Rohit has called bullshit and leapt to the defence of the under-fire pitches. He certainly has. Um, We'll start with the match itself, but Australia finally winning a test match over there by nine wickets. Um, It finished early on on day three. We only needed 76. We reported that last Friday um, and... Thank goodness we got there with only one wicket down, one for 78. Travis Head, who was controversially left out for the first test match, mm. showed the selectors why he should have been in the team. He got 49 not out and, and Marnus Labuschagne um, with 25 not out. But the stats overall, look, Nathan Lyon was the genius of the Australian team for that match, uh, taking 11 wickets. Absolutely. Yeah, and Usman Khawaja was a brilliant 60 first innings. But, yeah, Rohit Sharma, the captain of India, has come out and defended the under-fire pitchers, saying... Now, there's nothing really wrong with them. Well, they they, they are. <laughs> matches are finishing. Absolutely. Matches are finishing. It's basically over five days. They're finishing in two to three days. Chris Broad, the match referee, rated the Indore pitch as poor, saying, you know, it was too dry. It just really suited the spinners. And the fifth ball of the match actually went through the surface, which it shouldn't do that. So... Um, saying that, India... No, you can see the dust coming off the balls. Like an old bloke going out. <laughs> Dusting them off. Well, the ICC gave the pitch three demerit points, and if you get five, you can't host a match for 12 months. And that's true, yeah. But um, unfortunately, India still have won the series. They're 2-1 up, but Australia getting a little bit of uh, respectability back there. Indeed. And Bangladesh have been savaged for what Test Match Specials have called the worst review in history. Talk us through it, Shano. Well, I had, I had to look this one up and have a look at it, and it was pretty bad. Um, Bangladesh obviously getting way too excited and appealing for pretty much for every ball um, that they bowled. But it was against England, and it was for an LBW uh, appeal. Uh, it was nowhere near the pad, and it actually hit the guy's bat. So it was a very, very bad... Um, uh, referral there to the to third umpire. Um, surely that both the bowler and the wicket eyes must have been painted on because it was it was pretty <laughs> obvious that he hit the, 
he hit the ball. He hit the ball. Well, it looks certainly looked like that to me. And moving over to tennis now, and Alex the Demon Domino beats Tommy Paul to win the Mexican Open in Acapulco. Yeah, Alex Demino, mate, he's just a, a, a real fighter, um, and he played exceptionally well. This is his first ever um, ATP 500 win. He's won seven other titles, mind you. Um, he was ranked 22 in the world prior to this match, and now he'll go into the top 20. But a huge um, win for him. And what a place to win, too, in Mexico. I hope he celebrated not with uh, gin, but with tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of too many drinks, Taylor Fritz was yeah. on the Fritz. He rushes off the court mid-match to throw up behind the bench. He must have been on tequila big time the night before. Um, <laughs> oh dear, the poor so, bloke. So, oh, the poor guy. So this was uh, he, he was playing uh, Tommy Paul, who Demino defeated in the final. This is the match prior. Yeah. Um, it went for three hours and twenty minutes, the longest ever Mexican Open final match. God, I would have thrown up too. My God, just thinking about it. Yeah, so it was warm, but he had to go behind the actual bench and throw up into a bucket. The, the worst thing for this poor guy, that he was given a, time, uh, a penalty, for a time penalty. I know, was, I know. That's a bit harsh. Give the guy a break. He's just barking his guts up. And um, anyway, so he, <laughs> it's embarrassing enough in front of the whole crowd having to do that and you know, screaming for the bears, go to bears, and uh, as he's vomiting into the bucket. But, um, yeah, he's given a time penalty and um, it cost him money as well. So hopefully a lesson learned. How much money does that cost him? How much does a puke cost a tennis player these days? (laughs) I don't know, but it's it's embarrassing enough, I think. Oh, dear. Well, moving over to basketball and the Sydney Kings level the NBL Championship Series with a victory over New Zealand Breakers, now one all. Yeah, well, the Kings' favourites for this, um, but they're one nil down. Uh, The Breakers getting away to a really good start in the first match. Um, and the Kings levelled the series one all, as you mentioned. Uh, despite injuries to Xavier Cooks um, and Derek Watson Jr., they won 81-74. to 74. It's the best of five games, but it's uh, one all at the moment, so the Kings are back in it. Oh, I love it. Come on, Kings. And moving over to yep. AFL now, some good news for your Swannies, Shano. There was some harsh talk about the Swans last week, but they beat Carlton confidently on the weekend. Were you smiling? Yeah, <laughs> I was smiling. Um, I've, I've got I've got two summaries from this. Either the Swans are really the real deal again. I'm hoping that's the case, or Carlton are just really bad. Um, <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> It's one or the other, isn't it? Um, but the Swans winning 15-7-97 to 7-12-54, so that's by 43 points. The big um, real uh, highlight of the match for the Swans, and for me personally watching, was Errol Goulden with his 45 disposals and two goals. Yeah, massive. He took on a, he t- he took on a new midfield role. He sort of played, it, played as a sort of a, a spare forward last year, um, and he dominated 878 metres or something he ran, and... Um, he did a really, really good job. Luke Parker, you know, one of our captains, also did really well with 27 disposals and one goal. But a really good response from last year's you know, debacle in the grand final. And the Swans hopefully looking, looking like the real deal. Stay with us because we'll be talking NRL, UFC and more. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly.
over to the NRL now and the Dolphins complete their dream NRL debut with a shock 28-18 win over the Sydney Roosters. Well, I tuned into this match yesterday afternoon at 4 o'clock, unlike a lot of the guys from the Roosters Chairman's Club who all flew up for the match. Um, I expected, like the Chairman's Club from the Roosters, expected for a pretty easy win. And that wasn't the case. The Dolphins had their first Whoops. ever, yeah, their first ever NRL premier, premiership win, um, defeating the Roosters twenty-eight to eighteen, and they looked bloody good as well. I must admit, they really dominated. Their forwards were really good uh, up the middle, uh, and the Roosters really lacked a bit of firepower. And um, yeah, huge win for them. Other matches and results, just quickly um, over the over the course of the first round, the Broncos defeating the Panthers, the premier, the premiers, um, thirteen to twelve, Manly. Absolutely flogged the Bulldogs, uh, thirty-one to six. I thought the Bulldogs yep. would be better, much better under their new, all their new players and, and new coach. Um, Come on, doggies! Yes, and the Rabbits, uh, pretty comprehensive win over the Sharks too, twenty-seven to eighteen. They're the real highlights for me from the weekend. Well, the NRL coaches go to war with the league chiefs over on-field concussions. This is a massive topic everywhere across so many codes at the moment. What's going on in the NRL division, though? Well, what, what they're trying to say here is so the NRL have um, brought in an independent doctor uh, for each match, and he assesses if someone has um, concussion or not. Now, we saw this with Kalen Ponga on the weekend. Kalen Ponga was saying he, was, yep. he, he wasn't concussed. Um, he left the field, and then the Warriors beat the Knights 20-12. to 12, So they took out the, the key playmaker. Now, you've got coaches like mm. Ricky Stewart and Wayne Bennett saying – Get rid of that independent doctor. You're basically saying you don't trust the coaches. But does but do the co- do the coaches have the same capability of determining? No, they don't a head injury. No, of course they don't. They, they don't, right? And and we're not going to go back on this. Now we've got an independent doctor in there. That's there to stay because we're just seeing these things. And with the young girl we reported on, um, who played in the AFLW, she's now suing exactly. suing Collingwood because she wasn't given the right treatment, and which you know ended her career prematurely. Um, it means that this independent doctor is here to stay. I think that's good news. And yep. moving over to the NRL again, the set for the Dally M overhaul. What are they changing with this voting system? Well, what they're going to change is, so it's only a 3-2-1 uh, voting system. This is going to bring in two um, judges on that. So it'll be, it'll be six points. So it takes away sort of, you know, next year they'll bring in three, next year, <laughs> the year after they'll bring in four, just like the corporate world is over bloody analysed, um, you know. <laughs> That's that's what they're going to do. It's going to be too. too Speaking from experience, there are you, Shane? <laughs> yeah, in the corporate yeah. world, <laughs> sound God. a bit dirty, mate. Fucking red tape. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, over to the UFC now. This is epic. John Jones's first bout in three years, and he only needed just three minutes to defeat Cyril Gain and cement himself as arguably the greatest UFC fighter of all time. Three minutes. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. That's what I've been saying for years. And um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you, he hasn't he hasn't had a fight in three years, and um, and he does look he does look the goods again. Um, but yeah, he just uh, the power was there, the, the speed was there, um, and I think and he's beefed up. He's gained weight. He's he he's, has. he's stacked on the weight considerably, and yep. he's still pulling these. This is amazing. Yeah. So arguably, you know, as you mentioned, one of the probably go down now as probably currently the greatest UFC fighter of all time. Incredible. Mm. Well, Hollywood has taken over the ring. Actor Jake Gyllenhaal stuns the UFC world again with a brutal knockout win at the UFC 285. Yeah, I, 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 this is I just think when, when reality and, and, and the movie sort of combine, um, he's actually filming a, um, 
a new version of the cult classic Road, Roadhouse. Um, and the new version is set to reimagine uh, the the fighter as a UFC, a former UFC fighter. <laughs> and now the UFC, and so the UFC now wanted wanted to have a cross promotion on this. Um, so are these fights real? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Jake Gyllenhaal is is a UFC, but this is on the undercard. Um, so they say they saying that it was real. I just can't imagine. I, I dare say that might have been scripted as well. Oh, I think so, yep. considering that um, our favourite leprechaun, Conor McGregor, was, will also star in the film as the henchman to the main <laughs> villain. And please let this villain be Liam Neeson. That's all I can say. I want to see these two come together again. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, that's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. And a big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Elite Bet. And, of course, Thank you to our producer, Dan McHugh. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like Lunch with Lee. Former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians, and more about sports, music, and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon Sport.